Yo, 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 this your boy Chris J. Listen to another episode of Three Front Ring Podcast. Got my boy Trail Side on here. Yo. And this is episode 75, man. So we like 25 away from a Hondo, G. So really excited, looking forward to that. Uh, like every episode, we try to find an NBA player that wore the number 75. And guess what? Nobody wore the number 75. So don't be am that you know now. There's nobody that wore 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, uh, 87, 95, and 97. So we got decent amount of people that has that haven't worn jersey numbers on in the next few episodes. So just letting you guys know. But glad to be back for this week, giving you guys the entertainment, that content. That moment of just hearing somebody besides Stephen A. Smith yell, yell at you and all of that. Why are you in the crib quarantine? Well, at least I'm hoping your ass is quarantined. Respect the sh- uh, shelter at home orders, niggas. But either way, but also it's murder hornets out here too. So go outside if you want to. You're going to get stung by a muff that's going 20 miles per hour, G. So have fun with that. Um, but a lot of stuff going on in wrestling and basketball. And, man, let's keep up with how we did it last week. Uh, let's do wrestling first. So, um, major thing that happened <clears throat> today, actually, is if you guys remember, uh, the guy known as, formerly known as Miles Jordan, a.k.a. now Super ACH, don't forget the Super, uh, he uh, had a very notorious rant last year about WWE and how a situation involving his t-shirt and stuff like that and racism and Triple H and racism and mainly the t-shirt and the logo and stuff like that. Now, he came out today, well not today, but in a podcast that he was on, uh, did I get that podcast? Nope, did not get the podcast, who cares either way, but he was on a podcast today I don't know why that, but hey, if he could have came on here, G, he could have came on here. We would have talked to him, G. But if you want to talk to other people, be my guest. But you could have talked to us, my nigga, to talk to the brothers. But hey, we see where your mind is. Either way, he issued an apology in regards to how he's handled the situation, and I'm gonna just go ahead and read his quote so we can make sure we analyze this the proper way. So. He says in said apology, it wasn't even a wrestling matter. ACH is upset because he wasn't booked right. This was some serious shit. I honestly wish I did things differently. I had people trying to tell me to use mental issues not as an excuse, but say it was the thing. You're depressed, right? That's why you're lashing out. I was angry. I'm not going to be like, sorry, mental illness, that's a serious issue. I'm not going to say things that like that to smooth things over. I had a meltdown in front of the entire world. I broke down in front of the entire world. I said so much stuff, and if I was going to go back and take it all back, it really sticks to me. I went from my dream job providing for myself. I was finally at a space in my life that I worked for, to where I was starting to feel comfortable. I sacrificed a lot for pro wrestling, and I don't expect anything back. But I made a lot of sacrifices. I am ashamed of myself. I'm embarrassed. This is something that I'll never be able to shake. I know I embarrassed a lot of people. Oh, 
long got to switch the thing to blah 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 yeah I embarrassed a lot of people and blah 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 most importantly I embarrassed myself I'm just not used to this type of negativity and attention waking up angry for no reason mad at the world truth be told it's all my fault I take the blame for this I could have put the phone down deleted my Twitter app it took my passion away from what I love I don't have passion for anything else but this once it got away to the point where I don't even want to watch wrestling I wake up like what is my life's purpose without my passion? What do I do? It's going to be a stain on my career forever. I want to apologize. I know I could have handled myself correctly towards all of that. I could have been more intelligent. I could have stopped myself. I'm sorry. I feel like a lot of fans, people down. I let a lot of fans and people down that supported me. I know a lot of people work down. I let a lot of I let a lot of people down. That hurts the most. I'm truly sorry. So, uh, hmm. This is my thoughts. Hold on. Here we go. I'm like, yeah, about that apology. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Fuck this bullshit. Yeah, like Ron Harper said, whatever. Fuck this bullshit. Um, I'm just glad as me, as us, the threes from the ring, as a collective, we didn't fall for the shenanigans. Just straight up. Uh, shout a lot of y'all old. Maybe I think I don't know if people actually got mad at us. I don't recall. That was a long time ago. But there's a lot of black folk who did not immediately jump on the bandwagon of yo. This seems like some bullshit. AKA OG Johnny Five. Uh, y'all owe him's uh, apology. Uh, ACH, you kind of owe Cedric Alexander an apology because that nigga turned this thing black and white for your dumb ass. Um. Yeah, like, you really, like, G, like, we get you sorry, yeah, it's been a long time, of course you're gonna feel sorry, but you're sorry because your life went down the drain because of it. Instead of, you went to Twitter, instead of going directly to Triple H, or even Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels might listen to you, who knows, whoever, NXT, and went to them. Hell, you could have went to one of the uh, big OG, black OGs in in the WWE itself, you could have talked to Mark Henry, you could have talked to Booker T, you could have talked to MVP wasn't around at the time. I'm trying. I don't know any other like OGs who you could have went to, but there was people you could have went to. But you, I think you're more sorry that literally you threw your career down the drain because you you literally had to find and find something to be mad at. It's unfortunate. It really is. It be that way sometimes, but hey, at least you're sorry in some capacity. But me personally, um, bump that apology. You did this to yourself, playing this up. Said it the best. Uh, right, like it's it was this avoided. It could have been a lot of things. This is one of those situations where putting your mouth is the best thing in terms of the result. Finding the instead of trying bigger than what it is. Was that was that shirt? Uh, what shirt? Mm-hmm, the shirt, yeah. Um, 
Can you speak into the mic a little low? What'd you say? Can you speak into the mic a little low? Was it all? Was it district? Was, was was? And this is people have to realize: was it racist? No. Uh, think like people. It's just something culture has to get. You know, start to imprint in our brains. Like you know, race. You know, being ignorant, being stupid, and then being, because like racism, it's, it's, it's it comes out of a tent of hate. You know, it comes out of a tent of ignorance. Is personally predicted towards that. I probably didn't know what he was doing. It's not even just because uh, it's just really ugly. It looked like it has no thought into it. It probably didn't have no thought. And I'm pretty no when he went backstage. But you know, this this is I think they need to you know realize that there's some talent before we to ACH. Black people making like merchandise. But all in all, like you know. It's once a year when people try and come in, Robert Downey Jr. Thunder something or something thunder. Tropic thunder. Um, that movie where he had quote unquote yeah tropical thunder. That movie where he had quote unquote blackface, but don't understand. You know, I mean, what the movie is about, and as they try to say, but they think. Who the damn? Uh, oh, that movie came out. I think that, that older than half my. I, I want to say before the twenty tens. Exactly. I don't know when that movie came. But yeah, uh, for this ACH thing, and blackball himself, or he's wrestler on the planet. Of- <laughs> I mean, Uncle Tom, um, mm. he probably will have you do that. You burned a lot of. Mm-hmm. It was a, a pro company that's just like, like I don't even want to call it Pan African. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's yeah, but I don't know. Like, you no know, WWE checks getting away from them WWE checks. That that's going. So yeah, um, like I said, hopefully he can find his way. And if not, yeah, stunt man in the movie. Mm. And so, yeah. I'm uh, not dead or call Tyler Perry up. Okay, nothing wrong with that. But uh, yep. So, ACH, Chris. Um, yeah, Chris. Can you hear me? Hold on. <laughs> so he said 15 rebounds. That's the first quarter. I'm good. I'll wait for you to get back. <laughs> yeah, G. That, that, yo, that, yo, G. All right, man. So we're, we're back. 
we're, we're back, G. Um, hopefully, we're sounding a lot better. Uh, I, we just had to change platforms, G. Uh, but I'm still sounding good, right, Daytra? Yep. Alright, cool. But, uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the possibility, or the more than likely at this point, of Florida allowing live events with our audience now. So, it was reported, I think, last week, some, like some point last week, that, uh, well, Florida's already open. Florida just outright said, hey, we are going to open up the state altogether. So, not only are they open to opening up the state, they are also open to outright saying, hey, we are about to literally allow mugs to do con- I mean shows. And for WWE and even AEW, that is a W because you get some type of revenue in regards to um, getting in regards to literally making some more bank outside of TV money. So I understand that. And pretty much the rule is 25%. You can fill up a venue of up to 25% of people. So if WWE is open to still using the performance center, which I've seen at the NXT used performance center for a show before, and you can get some people in there, you can finesse that full sale opens back up again. And, even like small little ballrooms you can find maybe around Florida or like even like Connecticut uh, since that's where the headquarters are and stuff. You can use that as well. So um, COVID's still on a Wood Chamberlain like run. Uh, but in a way, this just shows that money runs this country either way and I can't blame Florida, and I can't blame WWE or even AEW, and maybe even other wrestling promotions for taking advantage of this. It went other states open up. So, um, your thoughts? Uh, it's still my thoughts the same as like you know. It's personally me. Um, I don't know. Like this can either go really, really bad for Florida because I think as much as Alva Silver, I mean Adam Silver, is the is the like the players commissioner? I think the owners of very very wealthy teams who like making a lot of money are telling them like, yeah, we need to put the season back on. Especially teams who's on the cusp of a championship, and they and and they either like haven't had success in a long time, or they never had it. You know, I'm thinking probably like the freaking GM of the the Bucks had to be like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we got to run this back. We'll get the basketball um, side later, but because um. you got an MVP. No, no, no! I, I thought this was like as in a conglomerate, you know. Yeah, we could turn to a conglomerate, yeah, because it's more than that. Yeah, uh, because like because you know, I was gonna bring Vince into this and the whole my whole theory or my whole uh, thing I was trying to think of, but like in in terms of like, I think people can see the money of people. Especially the white rage. Who uh, white like, rage? I'm not like like I'm not saying like like this is this is like an American thing that is Americans are you know this is literally a white person thing, bro. Out of all those rallies, I saw I probably seen like three black people and probably like what ten Latinos. I didn't, I didn't see no Asians, <laughs> but anyway, but um um. Me personally, um, I, I, I think that 
people can see the money off and banking off a pandemic in which if I'm the only state that's opened up, everybody's going to flock towards me. Yeah. And Florida sees that. Uh, as, as, as dumb as, you know, we call Florida as a country and stuff like that, the money moves is making us top notch. Um, but personally, me personally, I think it's a bad idea. Even though as much, I was just talking to uh, the homie Dion today, as much as I would love to see fans back, because I think superstars like um, Drew McIntyre, and 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 Shayna and a lot of big in the feud between Bailey and Sasha needs fans. Yeah. I just think like I have an uneasy feeling about this. I don't want anything bad to go down. Like I like I my world was turned upside down by COVID. Literally, uh-huh. I've been told that you know I'm still getting paid with my my internship slash job and stuff like that. But I've been told the places I've. I, I was going, I won't be going back. I probably will have a Zoom graduation. Things like that turn stuff upside down. And as much as I want things to get back to normal, I have an uneasy feeling. Like, I'm tired of sitting in my bed all day. But that's just the way it is at the moment. Um, But I don't I was talking to Dion and, and Extra, and part of it is a joke, but I, I'm living in reality. I think we're gonna. I think every state is gonna be opened up by the end of June. Only states I think that's not gonna be opened up by the end of June is New York and LA, and that's just because of the high. Yeah, the high numbers. Thing, the right? amount of numbers is crazy. Yeah. And but I think every other state is gonna be open, and I think the new way of life is just gonna be face masks, like we living in an Asian country. Um, yeah. I honestly well, think that's not like, gonna be the way of We'll life. feel like we're in our, our own anime. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's gonna be the new normal. And it's gonna be a, like a lot of less contact type jobs and stuff like that. I think public transportation is gonna go to an all time low. Cause nobody's gonna wanna be on public transportation with people. Um but it, it sucks. And like I said, man, I love to see fans back. Shoot. Our plans was going. Our plans was going to talk. Well, probably not your first, but my first mania this year, and that's what I wanted. So I was prepared to go to LA, but like I said, my world got turned up right now. A lot of people were getting turned up right now. Um, anywho, um, but if they do open up to the fans, man, I you know like pray safety and stuff over everybody because I would just hate for somebody to get sick. And all I will say is this. Nobody should call Vision Man a madman no more because that nigga Dana White is right there next to him, bro. Yep. That nigga if Dana anything, White is a madman. If like, anything. Wrestlers, wrestlers, are ex- you get an accidental cut, man. man. People going in that octagon and, and putting their lives on the line, my nigga. Yeah. Like, Dana White's a madman. I, I can't say he, he defied Disney. Disney was telling that nigga, nah. He said, nope. I'm still have these fights going on. Mm-hmm. Madman, bro. And, Mad like, man. if anything, we might have to give Vince McMahon the credit because he is in the front lines of, like, let's just see what happens. Like, I can't get mad at him. Like, and then Dana White following suit. I Regardless, I feel like the NFL is going to happen. Like, I feel like regardless 
the NFL is going to I happen. I think the NFL will. I think the NFL will be the bro. If NFL without fans will be the worst. Basketball will happen without fans, right? Because mm-hmm. you can you can you can put the agents, you can put the other players, team people all over the stadium. That yep. could happen, bro. Football in them big old stadiums without fans. Yeah, it's not gonna work. That's unwatchable. It's not gonna work. It's just not going to work. Like fans play a major role in just how that is. You can do baseball. Baseball already a flag game. You can do baseball. Yeah. Like I said, basketball, it's it's going to make things even more intense because you you probably can hear what the players saying to each other. That will so actually make that will add every a good entertaining value. Honestly, if you was to add that. Yeah, because I'm not in the majority. When I know I'm not in the majority by saying this, but I love Mike Thug. I like I, I sometimes I watch games, especially I go on YouTube videos to look at the like the mic'd up NBA situations when they mic'd up and talking to other players and stuff like that. Love that stuff, bro. But um, but yeah, but Vince he was he he bro Vince was a bro Vince was the he took a lot of these bullets like when publicly firing people when other companies didn't have the gall and no other companies uh-huh. bro other companies are dealing with this situation so I don't have a headphone. Because of what companies are doing, <laughs> my headphones ain't come in yet. Mandy, oh, it's just because of freaking Amazon, dog. It's, it's crazy though, man. It's crazy. It is. Like I definitely agree. Um, it's looking. It's looking really. Like I agree. Like you're not the. You're actually the second person to say that thought. Like, hold on. Uh, am I sounding too loud? Or like my you volume's not. Oh, okay, cool. Because I'm looking at my levels and I'm like, damn, I'm high. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what was I saying? But yeah, so but you're not you're like the second person actually say like they you can see like parts of this country opening up by the end of June. And the funny thing is, I think if white people do not get Fourth of July, <laughs> and we're oh, talking yeah. specifically white people. Oh. Boy, if they don't get that goddamn hamburgers and nasty coleslaw, G, man. Yeah, like we already seeing white people uh literally use that thug energy and try to on the police. They already showing blue lies don't matter to them. Uh, so yeah. Um, but regardless, um, it is looking really like I can see the country in itself opening up by the end of June, and it's going to be a Look, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> it's going it's going to be a prime example of population control. This is what's going to be. It's going to be a prime example of population control. And people's going to be mad. But we'll see. Um, I still feel like these companies should use companies and even like sports events, concerts should use wisdom. At least to try to minimalize the amount of people you have in these venues. I would hope. Because it's not going nowhere. It's really not. If you're outside, the murder hornet's going to get you. So, (laughs) murder hornet out here like Brock Lesnar. Um, Oh, folks. Like, if there's a... Go on TMZ. It's a video of the murder hornet getting a... um, Getting a, a a a rat up out of here, G. I felt uncomfortable. 
But point of all is, I just want these countries to use wisdom, to use um, wisdom preferably and common sense, and just listen to what the CDC is going to, what the health experts is trying to share in regards to this. Because if you want to open up, me. I'm going to use common sense and realize there's no vaccine and I really do not want to actually get the shit. So, do I, will I, if they were to say WWE was to come to Chicago, I'm probably not going to be here, G. <laughs> I don't want to be around some of you people with no, with, it's probably not going to wear a mask. It's probably not even going to actually clean themselves and stuff like that. Like, I'm good, G, because if there's one thing I learned, people do not learn, don't, did not practice proper hygiene until this. And it's sad. But, um, but yeah, so it's a wait and see type thing, but I won't be shocked. Like by next month, we see raw SmackDown NXT with maybe a small crowd. I won't be shocked. Cause that money's going is needing to come. And I just say SummerSlam G You think it's not going to be a crowd at SummerSlam, G? If this happens? Vince McMahon is going to go all in. He needs to recoup that bag. So. Folks. Yep. Um, Moving on. Money in the Bank is next week. Um, They're still working on the card. So we're not even going to do a prediction on that, actually. Um, Even though AJ Styles is back in in the match after returning on Raw today, tonight. So, shout out to AJ coming back. Um, he's actually kind of now my favorite to win it. But um, they announced that both men and women's money in the banks will be happening at the exact same time. Uh, and that pretty much more likely is going to be treated like another WWE uh, featured film in wrestling form. So, shout out to that. Um, but... Another thing that I'm really interested in is that they said that this big man was showing a talent how to fall down a building. Can't wait. You didn't see that? I need to see who it is, bro. They didn't say who the talent is. There's no video footage. But it is reported that this man was showing a talent. It is the talent's name did not is undisclosed. How to fall off a building. <laughs> I need video footage of this man jumping off a roof. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> because Vince is going all in. Man. Man. <laughs> Are we getting Randy Orton versus Edge next week? Let's go. Again? Yeah. I'm just happy to see Ed wrestle. Hey, look, man, I take it. Thanks, oh, because, um, I need yeah. Alistair Black to come out here and black mask him, though. Hey, look, man. Um, you, you trying to get that man's neck sent to, uh, sent to God, bro. I've been waiting for Alistair Black to black mask a person that's not some dude from NXT Ed or some dude they found off the street and said, do you want to wrestle for $30, bro? Like, I need that to, to been happen. 
Yeah, we all but do. But I'm excited for uh, Money in the Bank more than I should be. But I'm very excited. Yeah, it's looking like, like from what the card is currently, it's looking really solid. So I'm 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 excited for what's to come. Like it seems like we're gonna get a solid pay per view out of it. So, um, so yeah, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, like I'm, we're not gonna go over the card and because it's still incomplete. Uh, Kevin Owens is also hurt. He, which explains why he hasn't been around since Mania. Uh, at first I thought he was just saying I need uh sorry, but COVID is making me fearful. I just want to be near my family right now. But actually, he's hurt. Uh, I guess during his uh, legendary re- uh, WrestleMania moment, uh, when he jumped off the sign, he somehow fractured his ankle. And I rewatched the spot. The man didn't land nowhere near his ankle. But the human body's weird. So... <laughs> He probably fractured it. He could have sprained it. We don't know. Like he's still getting getting it checked or whatever. So wait and see. But um, prayers to Kevin Owens. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he enjoyed his time on Twitter, posting a lot about cats. Um. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if you like cats, check out Kevin Owens' uh Twitter. But uh, prayers up to Kevin Owens. So let's go ahead and move on to uh. What's up? I said, you didn't hear me. You can hear me. All right, we're back. Um. So yeah, let's go ahead and go on to basketball. Wait, unless you want to uh, once again preview the UFC card real quick, because that's this uh, this Saturday, we, uh, right? Well, yeah, we did. We we talked about it. Uh, nothing really changed. Okay. Uh, other than the fact that I gotta find somebody with the UFC thing, bro. I'm not trying to look through the ways I've been trying to watch that thing, and I'm not about to, bro. That stuff costs way too. UFC really need a network. They do. They need a WWE. Network. If it's like a double month, bro, I will pay. We'll split that. Honestly. I would pay. Like, we, honestly, like, if you want, we can probably split it. <laughs> like, split the pay-per-view. Out, like, it depends, because this card, this card is top-heavy. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I, like, it, it, it depends. Like, now, if this is like a Khabib fight, bro, I'm like, yeah, let's split this. But I, I will, I most definitely will be going through the internet to see, you know. Methods. We'll, we'll find our methods. Oh. But yeah, so, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and go into basketball. Um, one of the major things that happened this past. Well, no, let's uh, talk about. Um, we'll talk about it. Uh, so I'll let you know about Friday if I want to do it or not. All right, we get paid this week too. So, yeah. all right, cool. Uh, but yeah, so basketball wise. Uh, oh yeah, before we go talk about. Uh, LeBron's comments, but um, one uh, I'm sure you didn't watch last night's episode, the last uh, the last dance. Yeah, that that episode I did. Now I kind of wanna. That was about the Dream Team and stuff, right? Dream Team a little bit. Uh, and then they went to Jordan's gambling. That was up. I, I love the fact they did that because we get closer and closer to realize he put his father on the line and lost. Um, but. <laughs> 
I was trying to think of an anime that put sacrifice people on a line, but couldn't think of one. And then that reminds me of your line, April, and that brings up a frog in my throat. And now I don't want to talk no more. But uh, I did come across some clips on Twitter. Uh, I am going to binge watch because I think we should, on the last episodes, we should just have a, it had Tyler on here too, but have a whole, on our basketball portion, have a whole last dance discussion. Yeah. And, you know, our view of Mike and his era and stuff like that. So I will be as watched um, when I get the chance. Because uh, I, 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 like like I said, I'm, in, I'm not in a situation where I can just watch it like you can. And I hate for us to be struggling to watch that thing on uh, what you would call a TV. Yeah. So I was going to let Chris watch it. And I'll vicariously watch that thing through Twitter. But I was I, glad they talked about the Dream Team. Um, still, I think throughout this whole uh, last dance thing. I'm sorry, bro. It, it is coming mostly from people from our city too, bro. Like, bro, y'all bringing Isaiah Thomas into everything. It's like Jordan had a personal vendetta to smoke this dude, bro. It is uh, like, bro, every uh, you can tell this getting to Isaiah Thomas now, bro. Yeah. Like, y'all leave this man alone, please. <laughs> like, we didn't even talk about like. It's so crazy. You can tell that Isaiah Thomas did a lot and is and he deserves to be respected as a Definitely. top point guard all time. Because do you know how fast they got past how Jordan destroyed Patrick Ewing and Clyde Drexler? Do you know how fast they got past that, G? Yeah. It was an afterthought. We had yeah. a story of Jordan said, hey, they used to compare Clyde Drexler to me. I laughed and bodied the nigga. Literally, like, they dead ass just show, like, literally, like, the Bad Boy Pistons got an episode. Maybe ep- two an episode and a half because of Dennis Rodman. So, and then, like, Clyde Drexler, that stuff got split. Like, literally, Clyde Drexler, like, they went through uh the Clyde, like, they literally talk about the 92 finals and 93 finals in one episode. Damn, yeah. If they wanted to. That's just, that's just how fast it went. And then just the... Patrick Ewing, it was just like, honestly, they look at, it's like, the look, man, it's the Knicks, G, and as much respect I have for Patrick Ewing, G, when you look at the fact that Pat Riley had a lineup of three power forwards, three, three, well, not three power forwards, but three big men on the court, that nigga was high. That's all I can say. I'm sorry. Yo, what was the lineup? What was the players? Gee, so in '93, because I think that was their best season. Uh, Patrick Ewing at center, Charles Smith at power forward, Charles Oakley at small forward. Oh, yeah, that's why they play a small forward in two K. Yeah, um, and they had Greg Anthony, but they traded him for Doc Rivers. I guess mid season and uh John Starks. Man. There was absolutely no floor spacing. The floor spacing was literally the, probably the free throw line. Man. Man, dog. <laughs> Look, bro. I'll say it again. The New York Knicks teams, bro. I don't think they ever was meant to go anywhere. 
<laughs> we can't blame Jordan for that, dog. <laughs> I saw a post, speaking of the last Disney, I saw a post of like, which was the best thing Jordan stopped for winning the chip? And they had Shaq Magic right there. I was like, didn't the Shaq Magic beat the niggas? Why is he <laughs> And I was like, the time Shaq was like really going forward for that chip when he was a championship team, he lost to to Hakeem. He ain't lose to Jordan. Well, I mean, they like, like in ninety six they lost to him. That's like once. Yeah. Like they had teams like Stockton and and and, and and Barkley and all the like, they were like going against people. Like that wasn't a a situation in which and wasn't that is that Shaq rookie year? No, oh no, no, no. Shaq was like in his at that point he was like in his third, fourth 96? year. Ninety six was probably his fourth or fifth year. No, all right, but like I that kind of thing is like I don't like it, bro. I don't think it wasn't like I don't think I honestly don't think that he was a factor. I think it was Hakeem more of a factor of him not getting the chip, bro, at that time than it was Jordan B. Yeah, because he actually ran into Hakeem in the finals. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, now if Jordan was playing, of course, he would be the reason, but he kind of wasn't, and and that's when, like, that team was at its best when that was, you know, at that moment, but it's the, I, I think this documentary is doing a great job of shedding light on how hard it was for Jordan to to like get those be that great, but also people coming out with some wild stuff, and yeah. I, I can't wait to this Charles. I, I, I hope they have a, a nice episode dedicated to like Barkley and how good he was. They actually so kind of breezed through that. So stupid, bro. Yeah, they breezed through it last night's episode. Like I said, they put it all into both episodes. Like, Charles Barkley actually got the end of the last episode last night. And pretty much, like, they said Jordan was motivated to outplay Barkley because he won MVP that year. But it did, but most people on Twitter are giving uh, Barkley the respect that some people was outright, you know, because people went to Draymond shit. But, like, people forget Barkley was cold, G. We'll cold. talk about that later. Cold. We'll talk about it later. But that man was different, G. Yeah, we it's just about we probably got him in two different places on the list. But like, I don't know. I think when people do, people look at like rose tinted glasses in a sense of like he switched from teams uh, because it's not like because on that Sixers team, like his worst team had to be when he was on the freaking Rockets, right? Like. And I was, other and that, that was because everybody got old. Yeah, and other than that, like bro, him on the Suns and six, that boy was different, dog. Yeah. And folks, it's like six eight, six nine. No, he's actually like six six. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> he's actually yeah. six six. So. And catching rebounds, like bro, I, I was looking at his career. My man, I think one of his best seasons, it was like 28-13 or something like that. See? I don't even think that was his MVP season either. Like, he did that during a time when, you know, that was the niggas at the, in the front court. Yeah. 
Like, every, like every team had a power forward who was at least six ten. Like the well, front court it, was six it, ten, it was, seven it foot. Was, it was one of these two things: either they was really, really, really good defensively, or they smoking you on offense. Bro. Most of the time, it's gonna be a really, really good defensively. But like, God forbid, it was both. <laughs> God forbid, it was both. <laughs> but yeah, dog, it's it's crazy. Yeah, but like I, overall, I did enjoy the episode. Like some of the the dream team stuff was interesting. Uh, of course, it wasn't really nothing we didn't know compared to like the after the thirty for thirty about the dream team. But like, I still enjoy just seeing like Mike's like a focus on Mike about it. This is one of those times, and shout out to Pappy. He's going through it because he's literally saying, "I want this to be more of a Bulls documentary." I kind of want to know more of Scotty's thoughts, feelings, and stuff about being on the dream team. But that's a different story in itself. But um. I am definitely enjoying what I'm seeing. Uh, the Jordan gambling stuff, portions of it I already knew, but the uh, what part of it? But the stuff about him like going to court, I did not know. He and and also like it was like pretty much about some drug dealer he played golf with and do end up getting federal charges and. They had to bring Jordan to the stand because dude had a check, a cashier's check that had that was given to him from Michael Jordan, and I was like, dog. <laughs> so, yeah, and I didn't know the Atlantic City thing was that big of a deal either. I didn't know that. Like, if it, I didn't know it was that huge of a deal because, gee, Muggs was on like to the point where Mike said, you know what, uh, the media. I'm disappearing for two weeks. Leave me alone. And then when he popped back up to the media, he uh, the only man he was talking to was Amar Rashad, <laughs> and that's where we got the interview. Like you know the picture of Mike with the glasses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's because it came from that interview. So Mike was either faded, <laughs> or he was drunk as hell. <laughs> Either or, so. folks. But yeah, so but overall, uh, but yeah, we'll have a more in depth about like everything once uh, once I know you see it, uh, so like I think next week though they're talk they're talking about uh, more like it's gonna go into Mike retiring, slash to me he still got suspended, but the way they painted it on last night's episode, I think he actually just genuinely wanted to retire. Uh, in ninety after ninety three, but uh, they're pretty Come much. Come on, he really wants to retire to play minor league baseball. Exactly. I, um, I understand it was his first love, but, but nah. minor league baseball. Exactly, but uh, either way, they're they're probably gonna go into that next week. But also, they're gonna talk about when he punched Steve Kerr in the face. So that's gonna be interesting and fun, because uh, Steve Kerr pops up in the documentary often so i know they have to talk about that and i'm so curious to know what mike why mike punched that man in the face and steve kerr uh going on about it as well so that's gonna be fun to see so how much did your father life cost (laughs) and probably gonna go into that as well so we'll see but um so yeah so moving on uh Quickly, the NBA has delayed the draft lottery and also uh, 
the combine as well. So that's not a shock at all because the season's technically not over yet. So, um, and then next we'll talk about is LeBron reacting to the possibility of the season being canceled. And so pretty much LeBron went on Twitter, uh, and said, yo, I don't know where these thoughts about, uh, the season getting canceled coming from, but, uh, that ain't happening over here, boss. And like, I get where LeBron is coming from. Like I, I do. I genuinely do because one, your window is very, 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 very coming to a close. So it's like, hey, check it out. I'm trying to win this ring, G, because I don't know how much time I have left in terms of being a top five player. And I want to take advantage of this opportunity now while the window's there. Because, hey, but uh, I'm not mad at LeBron, but also I'm sure he understands what's going on. But I definitely understand his point of we're going to finish the season one way or another. So I'm not necessarily mad, but me personally, I'm like, hey, bro, lives are on the line, G. (laughs) So, but yeah. This is a ploy to get that white woman rumor out the air. Came out of nowhere, Buka. Now I love the picture of that woman. Right she don't look white. No, the the chick, the chick that he alleged. Um, why am I seeing some dude twerking? The chick that he alleged, um, she you know, didn't say anything. It was a somebody's wise player who just outed them, saying he was cheating on that chick. Yeah, which is once again, I'm not buying that shenanigans. Uh, LeBron is upper echelon, and the only woman that he will probably cheat on Savannah with is Beyonce Rihanna, and that's that. And maybe Michelle Obama. That was the only She probably didn't. She didn't, um... The heck is what I'm trying to say? The reason she probably... He probably didn't do it, I mean, is because, like... I think he can possibly do better because he is kind of LeBron James. But, um, but yeah, it is what it is. But me personally, about the whole playing thing or coming back, um, hopefully he does. I mean, hopefully it does. But if it's not, if it's not, if the NBA is scared to do this without fans, and I think they probably are because a bulk of that revenue comes from probably playoffs, tickets, and things of that nature. So I don't know. Like, this, that's the situation. I'm like, I don't know. If this, I think, I think for the NBA, bro, I honestly, since it's a big collaboration, bro, I honestly believe that the last thing is players. And the oh, oh, people thinking about it is like if they're gonna be straight. I think they the fact that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert went through this with a freaking breeze, my nigga. I think players and all them people because they say my players got it, they just they want their news out there. Yeah, I think honestly, and it's smart. Just, yeah, I think honestly, like they care about like I think teams who didn't make the playoffs, I knew who they was, knew they were gonna get stumped in the playoffs. Say, no, we don't have to do it. But I honestly think Brian is just 
Bron is literally just being a dude who's just going out and say it. But they want this. They want this thing back going, bro. Yeah, they, like this. That was like you were saying. That window is closing, and also like the whole you want to lose AD. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm personally think that it. It might be after Bron saying something, it might come back. But if it don't, I'm perfectly fine with that. If it do, I just being without basketball till freaking December is going to suck. Yes. <laughs> Bad. Like I have plans for content for the show, but <laughs> in terms of live basketball, it will suck. Man, suck bad. But yeah. What's next? Uh, so, yeah, so we can actually go straight into our top 15 power forwards list because I don't think anything else worthy or much of a damn happened. So, um, so yeah, so our top 15 power forwards of all time. Last week we did top point guards. Uh, we know Daytro was not prepared, but I know he would be more prepared for this one because, like, just off some of the stuff he did his research. And all of that, and I don't have to be worried about hearing uh, people named. You're goddamn, going off the sake of memes. You're going to hear that name, the name, bro. You're not. I yes. better not hear Vern Mickelson on God this podcast. God, <laughs> I do not want to hear, especially. Gee, okay, look, we're going, we're going to go into our our personal life slightly. If y'all know, we have we do leagues on 2K. Detroit had to feel the wrath. Of George Mikan, Vern Mickelson <laughs> played with George Mikan, so we're not about to have hypocrisy right now. G. So no. <laughs> what about Harry Gallatin? No. Yo, fifteen niggas was hard, bro. <laughs> I got it. Well, fifteen niggas was hard, dog. Yeah, I know. I understand. It was that. harder than point guards. You can throw current day point guards to fill the time. Low key, you can't throw current day. Even though I got some current day power forwards on here, you can't throw current day power forwards willy nilly on the list, bro. It's like and it, some of the niggas from the most Vern Nicholson, bro. I just passed him. Some of the niggas that I was looking at certain lists to see like criteria. One, I didn't use this Bleacher Report list because it sucks, in my opinion. Because they got some people way too low and some people way too freaking high. Some of is overrated on that list. Yeah, but personally, me like. I probably go with this dude. That's my last one. Cause I I I I'm gonna keep it buck with you, bro. I was having a hard time finding fifteen, dog. Like I like personally on this list, like they got didn't copy this list, but personally, like Larry Nance is is sixteen. Man, what the fuck did Larry Nance do? He was fake decent, G. That's fake decent, but I'm probably I'm probably George Nicholson was better than him. I can't put nobody on the list. That played before Martin Luther King got shot, G. And Sorry. then, like, look, even though Bobby Jones held my LeBron to seven points before, I'm pretty sure Bob, Chris Boss is better than Bobby Jones. Well, Bobby Jones almost did make my list when I looked at his accomplishments, G. Okay. And Tom Heisen. Uh, nah, he done gave me some work before. <laughs> and I shut that nigga down on 2K the other night, bro. <laughs> Tom Heisen gave me shut some work Shut that nigga too. down. But like, like in all honesty, uh, to keep it buck, like 
I think if we just want to start it off, let me see if I actually, if I didn't miscount. Hold on. Give me a second. I, I want to make sure I didn't, because uh, I have a problem with numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Fuck, I knew I tweaked. Uh, yeah. I ain't even gonna cap, bro. I ain't even gonna cap, bro. I'm, I'm putting names down now. Because all I. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, and, hey, name a power forward that played in the 2000s that's not in the top of the list. Oh, I know now. I know I tweaked. I knew I tweaked. I knew I tweaked. I knew I tweaked. Thank you, Chris, for naming that player. You you mind named him, bro. Now I appreciate it, G. I really do. Cool. But uh let me go ahead. I'ma go ahead and list my uh honorable mentions. So uh my honorable mentions, uh Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace is my honorable. I'm putting my honorable mentions out just. No, by no, him. not Rasheed Wallace, bro. I ain't that stupid, bro. Oh, but yeah, Rasheed uh, Wallace is in Rasheed my honorable Wallace mention. Is my honorable mention too. Uh, Kevin Love, Zach Randolph, aka Zebo, Bobby Jones, Larry Nance, Sean Kemp, and Amar Sadamai are in my honorable mentions. So let me make sure I get fifteen now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14, 15. Cool, I got 15 now. I need that one more player. And I was forgetting about him, but I got him. Alright, we can do this. Alright, let's uh, go ahead. But I want I want to read off Bobby Jones' basketball reference real quick for the people. So, the man is for one definitely a Hall of Famer. Five-time All-NBA uh, All-Star. A champion. Made All-NBA. One six-man. And 11-time All-Defense. Oh yeah, he cold. I might, I might put Bobby Jones. I might put Bobby Jones on fifteen. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Jones was cold, but now nah, I'm gonna keep this fifteen for Anarchy. Yeah, I'm think I'm cool with my list. I'm not gonna make no changes. But uh, my number fifteen is uh, Giannis. Oh, you gonna hate me? I, I like G. I just did not feel Giannis comfortable putting nowhere near fifteen, bro. Look, man, look. Well, I just I, accepted the fact he was a power forward. This season, no, I mean, no, no, no. I understand that you, you the one who got me accepting the fact that he's a power forward. But since he a power forward, that be high on my list. <laughs> no cap, bro. Look, man. Look, he just became a power forward this year. So I mean, last uh-huh. year technically, but I accepted than, it. I, I kid you not, he better than Jerry Lucas. I can't say that. What a, uh, I, 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 as a talent, yes, uh-huh. but as a career. Damn, Tech probably has a career. But I just don't feel comfortable at when Giannis just started you playing can, power forward last year. You can, and bro. You honestly can, bro. Look, you can. man. He just like, started playing can, power forward last Matthew year. Johnson is a top 25 center because he played in that one playoff game. Like, <laughs> 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 I, I, I honor it. Like, it's the reason I, I and I, manager again, I got Giannis, but because Giannis will be. And it's bar. Only thing is, barring is catastrophic injury, bro. But Giannis will be probably at the end of his career a top ten and top seven player of all time, bro. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's a freak of nature. The his his, his, his accolade is going to come. Like the man is from Greece, barely can speak English, but he is consistently second voted in All Star. Yeah. 
like, he is a star. I can't, like, bro, I can't look myself in the face and say, this nigga Jerry Lucas is better than him. This nigga Draymond Green is better than him. I had a hard time of putting Robin before him. But I ain't stupid. So, but my 15 is, I ain't gonna cap Draymond Green. Uh, you might hate it. I don't. Um, reason I put Draymond Green, he a three-time champion, bro. Uh, and literally some of the power forwards below him probably. You what? Yes, I put him at 15, bro. Look, D. It, now this this is certainly not of talent, but more of career. He got defensive player of the year and three championships. And if LeBron James ain't kicked that nigga, if he ain't kicked LeBron James in the nuts during that finals game, he probably would have a finals MVP under his record too, bro. So, and if Kyrie ain't shoot the niggas outside the gym, I mean shoot the niggas out the game with LeBron's block. Because in that finals game, when a unanimous MVP and a second best shooter of all time on the team, he had 32 points against LeBron James in that Cavaliers team, bro. As they let Go him. look it up, G. They let him. I in remember the watching game the game. With stuff is on the line. What'd you say? Because they let him. <laughs> okay. You still got 32 points in the finals. They let him. And, 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 and honestly, in scoring, he might not. He, he is horrible at scoring, bro. He is horrible. But just like how Dennis Rodman is, bro. What, what Draymond do, everything I said, the man tackle niggas for screens and don't get called. It's a, it's a, just like we honor James Harden ability to draw contact, even though it's, it's like pussification of the league, bro. We got to honor it, bro. And we got to honor the way he played defense, how way he is an errant, the way he's able, he is a leader on his team. I hate Draymond too, but I don't hate the facts. I don't hate Draymond. I, I, I do too. Is he talent wise? Is he better than Bubba Jones? Probably not. <laughs> But career-wise, yeah. I, I can't be and mad I at it. I think that's the thing. The thi- I think that's the thing that people and all of us as basketball fans sometimes get. We, we, we always entangle ourselves when we look at players' careers because we look at talent over what I did or how I affected the league. Like We look at somebody like, especially from the arguments I had in our parties, we look at somebody like um, Tracy McGrady, and we see that this dude only comparable to Kobe when it comes to the scoring and stuff like that. But like I said, he spent time with his mother's own mother. Like your whole, like like you you you. It's it's when you did you get somebody like Ginobili who probably can't go kick for tat in scoring with this man. Um, Tracy McGrady, but if I'm, you know, I need a person on my team right now who I know particularly is going to do what I need him to do at this moment. Guess who's getting picked up? Manu. And that's the same thing with Draymond, bro. I'm pretty sure if the Warriors are saying we're getting rid of Draymond right now, Draymond's going to be at a nice team. And and if Draymond say, I want to trade, he can pick whatever team he wants to and that team will accept him. He ain't like a, he ain't like a Tristan Thompson, bro. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, like it was a, it was between Draymond and Kevin Love to tell you the freaking truth. Because Kevin Love and God darn, and, and Minnesota, Minnesota years and freaking problem. The Minnesota 
Kevin Love was a different breed, and he lost weight. <laughs> and then uh, another honorable mention that you ain't say, Blake Griffin. If it wasn't for the knees, Blake Griffin would probably be up here too. Yeah, because that man was amazing. But um, yeah, I'm done with my. I, I hate that I have to say this, but um, to fit the dream, I agree with talk. I'm not mad at it. Like so I'm not mad. It's just like so I'm not mad at it. Like I can't. Um. My number fourteen is Chris Weber. Um, oh, I, that's an honorable mention for me. And look, uh, either way, Chris Weber. Overall, if he did not, Chris Weber was can't help the fact that he was in the same conference as Kevin Garnett, Dirk Nowitzki, and Tim Duncan at one point in time. Even Rasheed Wallace you could throw him up there, but there was a point in the early 2000s where his team was way better than theirs. There was a point, and he was the be- he was undoubtedly the best player on those set teams, and he was also the closest to beat Shaq and Kobe in their primes. Just the one thing about Chris Webber's career, that nigga traveled. <laughs> He traveled a lot. Um, he definitely did. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Um, but when he found a home in uh, with the Kings, he did what he was supposed to do, and I'm not mad at it. Um, and like, it's just it's really unfortunate. He just played in an era where he had to share uh, share all NBAs with Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and Dirk Nowitzki. Like it's really unfortunate, but I but if it's one thing I would Blue say, you said what? He was the Blue Power Ranger. Yeah, it's a cool Power Ranger, but, but not red, black, green, or white. <laughs> exactly. Or well, he's just not the hot chick. No homo. <laughs> like no homo, but um, but yeah, like, but at the same time, I give Chris Webber's credit. He had a hell of a college career, even though he called that timeout. Um, and at the same time, he had, like, he really had a really long, successful career. Um, like, he's still averaging over, for his career, averaging over 21 and almost 10 for his career. And even when he was with the, yeah, like, that's really good for as long as he was in the league because he consistently was just averaging decent numbers one year he averaged thirteen boards, which is the most he had for his career, which is really freaking insane. Woo. Uh, but yeah, he like he his numbers aboard is really freaking good. I'm not gonna sit there and make it seem like he was a freaking world beater, but at the same time, like he was really goddamn good, really freaking good for his time. It's just, yeah, it's just Dirk Nowitzki, KG, Tim Duncan. So, but he will eventually get in the Hall of Fame. I believe he's a Hall of Famer. Um, once again, he may not have the most sexiest ac- uh, accomplishments. Five-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, rebounding champ, and five All-NBAs. But I feel like that's more than enough to be in the Hall of Fame, regardless. So, that's just me. So, that's my 14. Yeah, um, uh, like I said, Broski, uh, you all right on that, but I ain't have one on my list. 
it'd be like that sometimes. Uh, yeah, I'm currently back. making an audible right now to put somebody higher and to put somebody. So, um, yeah, so Jerry Lucas is um, 14. So I'd be remiss if he's not on this list. Um, now, I have to go to Jerry Lucas on basketball reference before you. I'm already so, have it up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say it. Um, so, he played at the King. Um, so, that's cool. Uh, seven-time All-Star is uh, 17 to 15. No, you know the jerseys are the teams he played for. Oh, I was to say he can't have four, bro. Uh, I no, I don't know Jerry Lucas as much as the next guy, but can't have four. But um, yeah, Jerry Lucas is a baller, bro. That's all uh, I gotta say about that, bro. I, I will say one thing about his championship: it was with that Knicks team, but uh, he wasn't really producing on that Knicks team. He was probably no, the Knicks was yeah, he was barely coming off the bench on those teams. So just throwing that out there. But uh, like, I'm not mad at it. What but, year was it? Uh, 1972, 73. Yeah, it was nine points and seven rebounds. Solid off the bench. Yeah, Tristan Thompson numbers. Um. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Lucas. I just look, bro. We I have to put one of the niggas who got a goddamn black and white picture on him. Okay, and I put him on him. <laughs> well, Jerry Lucas deserves it. I ain't mad at it. So um, I'm not mad. Uh, right, no, um, my, uh, let me go. Let me add chaos by going next to my nigga on number thirteen. Let me add chaos. Ad. Now that's why I had him. I'm not mad. I had him. At, I had him there. <laughs> so, see, okay, this is where we're, we're, we're aligning now. G, we're, we're good. <laughs> so yeah, uh, people probably gonna I sit there and be like, "How can we have Anthony Davis I, over uh, Giannis?" But that man different. <laughs> different. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony Davis. So, like, spoiler alert, Giannis is before Anthony Davis. I mean, after Anthony Davis, for me personally. But, um, yeah, Anthony Davis is an amazing basketball player. He should be respected as such. Um, honestly, probably the best defending big out right now in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was robbed of a divisive player of the year to Rudy Gobert last year. I mean, not last year, the year before. The year that. before. The year before that, not last year. Uh, yeah, the year before. Um, honestly, he probably is defensive player of this year when the league resumes. Um, he also, to keep it buck, as much as I love Brian, and as much as his podcast loves Brian, he statistically is the best Laker on that team. Yeah, no cap. That, that that's not a that's not a bad take. And if you, and if you, I don't care what age LeBron James is. If you are the best player on a LeBron James team, you're top fifteen on somebody's list, on mm-hmm. something's list, bro. Mm-hmm. So that's all. I, you can we can talk about his accolades and stuff like that. Whenever he don't have an MVP and stuff like that, but I'm pretty sure every time he stepped on the court, he was an All Star. Pretty sure he'd been on a, a billion All NBA teams and things of that nature. And I would say it again, he is by far one of the... Do they do defensive defensive player of the year shares? Do they do that? 
Uh, MVP shares. I'm gonna have to find that, but yeah, I don't feel like digging, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, he um, uh, he's amazing. But yeah, like just to add on a uh, seven-time yeah. All-Star, three-time Block Champ, um, three-time All NBA, three-time All Defense, uh, and he has an All-Star MVP, which. I value those because that means you had to be the best player on the court amongst all the best players in the league. So that takes effort. But uh, but yeah, boy, like AD's just like Giannis, he has potential to probably be a top ten player of all time. Maybe for AD, probably top fifteen. But um, like everything you said, like he's arguably the best player statistically on the Lakers. Um, he has LeBron playing defense this year. That yep. that like gee, we've been getting on. I I've been getting on LeBron's ass. The media been getting on LeBron's ass for not playing defense, but he has LeBron playing defense this year. Um, but yeah, like that boy need a dog. The only thing I need him to do is just continue to stay healthy, which he for most of the season he has, and just continue to just be a dog, my nigga. So like, hey, so if we get a playoff this year, like I'm looking for AD to go to that next level. So let's let, let's put it like this. I can't wait for AD to go to that next level. Yeah, because yeah. like when he do, <laughs> because I'm sure in a way AD feels a type of way about Giannis because Giannis kind of took his light in a way. Because like we was hyping AD yeah. as yo the best big in the league, and then Giannis comes and is like, yeah, sorry, bro, but. That nigga be half back diving G to the hoop. <laughs> so, like, what can you do? But, like everybody else, other than Harden, everybody else who who has a signature move to the hoop has been able to then stop. Right? This man, a I mean, this man Giannis has yet so only Joel Embiid in one Christmas game <laughs> has been able to find a way to neutralize him, dog. Yep. And even then, <laughs> even then, so, but, uh, moving on, my number 12 is Bob Pettit, uh, once again, I had to find a place for another black and white player who we kind of have to put respect on his name, but, uh, wait, okay, I got him on my list, I have to remember, <laughs> yo, a lot of these niggas I put randomly on the list, bro. Oh, mine is, um, like I said, Giannis is before Emilio. So we don't have to talk about Giannis because you already talked about him. Yeah. But he was the one I picked after AD. So if you want to continue talking about Bob Pettit, you can. Yeah, I'm, uh, nothing much to say. Uh, some of his stuff did happen before Martin Luther King got sh- uh, shot. So I kind of couldn't put him because he could have been top 10. But Martin Luther King didn't get shot yet. Um, so I had to cancel that. Um. So, but two-time scoring champ. Uh, he has a rebound champ. He's an NBA champion. Uh, 11-time All-NBA, four-time All-Star MVP, two-time MVP, and he has a rookie of the year. So, and for his career, he averaged 26 and 16. That's really good. I swear, mother, if you was That's big really back then, they were like, go ahead and get the ball. <laughs> Just go ahead and get the goddamn ball. <laughs> and 
and also I'm just gonna throw this out here. There was a possibility that Bob Pettit was racist. His full name is Robert E. Lee Pettit. Just throwing oh, yeah. that out there. Matter of fact, sorry, AD's better than him off that alone. Sorry. So uh quick reset. Uh AD's number twelve, Bob Pettit's number thirteen. So, um you can go ahead with your number eleven. Uh, my number 11 is Elvin Hayes. Can you read off basketball reference for me? Oh, Elvin Hayes. Let me pull him up. Sorry. Uh, so, Elvin Hayes. I'm doing so. So, Elvin Hayes, 12-time All-Star scoring champ in 1968-69 season, two-time uh, rebound champ, NBA champion in 1978, but I'm going to have to look at uh, what his stats was looking like. Six-time All-Star, two-time All-Defense. What year was that championship? 77-78. Um, let's see here. Damn, that nigga played 40 minutes a game. Shit. Okay, it was respectable. He averaged 20 and uh, 13. Oh, yeah. With two blocks. So, not mad at it. Like, Elvin Hayes is solid, G. Like, solid player. Uh, Really good. He always dominates us on 2K, so we have respect for his name. So, uh, yeah. Uh, moving on. Well, that was your, what, number 11 or 12? Yeah. Well, uh, 15, 14, 13. That was 11. All right, my 11 is Jerry Lucas. We already talked about him. Uh, my number 10, Dennis Rodman. Bob Pettit to me. We already talked. Yeah, Bob so. Pettit, we already talked about him for my uh, 10. Is that 10 for me? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, it for me, Bob. Yeah, so uh, my number ten is Dennis Rodman. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, like people may hate the fact that who I have in front of him, but with Dennis Rodman, yes, he did. He's technically what the definition of what a power forward technically is, which is play defense and get rebounds. And if you get offensive rebound, you pass it out and restart the offense. So, but Dennis Rodman, in terms of, was for one undersized. Like, he was one of those, like, six, seven, six, eight power forwards. Probably was actually six, six, for all we know. And, like, for one, like, he, like, if it was for the documentary, just remind me how great Dennis Rodman was, he probably would have been 15 on my list. But, Definitely. yeah, uh, but Rodman is really goddamn good at what he does. Um, the only thing is, like, I'll, like well, is the scoring, and he never did it on his on his own team. If them like, I know that may be a picky reason, but it's just like that. It kind of plays a slight role here in terms of just being an all time great to me in terms of your position. But Dennis Rodman was what you can argue for those bad boy Pistons team was probably the second most important player maybe the second most valuable player and not saying he was the best. Cause I think Joe, Joe Dumars is arguably was the second best player on that team. But, um, but in terms of value, I say Rodman was better. what you say? Are you on his basketball reference? Uh, I'm about to look, pull it up right now. I just want you to read his, what his rebounds is for his career. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's ridiculous. 13.1. I know, G. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> like, that, 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 like that's now, crazy. I want, to, I want you to tell you because in his later half of his career, he was, I think he was still averaging at least nine, bro. No, that he he's like, one of the multiple players who have the twenty point rebound game, bro. That's not named like Bill Russell. And, I know, and Will Chamberlain. But gee, the funny thing is, gee, after ninety, after the nineties, that nigga just got boards, bro. <laughs> like during the night, like after nineteen, like after the eighty nine ninety season, that man was just getting boards. Like I'm just gonna read the numbers. So ninety, nineteen ninety, uh, nine point seven, nineteen ninety one, twelve point five, ninety two, eighteen point seven, ninety three, eighteen point three, ninety four. 17, 95, 16.8, 96, 14.9, 97, 16.1, uh, 98, 15, 99, 11.2, and 2014.3. And he only scored over double digits one time for his career. Hey, cool. Yeah, so, um... He did... His job, the best. Yes. Just like our number one, our number one, in both our number one, that person, he did his job to the utmost. He did his job perfectly, but he still did his job the best. Yes. No cap. Uh, so, um, so, is this, uh, what number is this? This was 10. So. This is 10 right now? Yeah. Because I said about pet. So, this is 10 right now? Yeah. Tied this off. No, okay. Because I had the saw at eight. Um, understand? Well, like what we got is kind of. I think our stuff is kind of the same. It's just mixed up with different numbers. I kid you not. I yeah. think the rest of the players we got <laughs> after this is all the same, bro. It's just different numbers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But saw I should let you talk about him at eight because I'm kind of busy. But I'm just gonna say this: He won Kobe a ring. Who you got? Uh, my number nine was Chris Bosh. Uh, there was like I just did, it just didn't sit well with me putting uh, Bosh in front of Gasol. I thought about it, but I just didn't want to. But um, the reason why even Bosh entered the top ten, people forget how good he was in those Toronto years. G, like even though those Raptors teams was pretty booty cheeks, he was still freaking good as hell. G, and like. Arguably was the most underrated power forward, despite averaging like a double double back then. Like, hold on, let me look at his Toronto year stats. Like his best years in Toronto: twenty two, nine point two, twenty two and nine, twenty two and ten, twenty two and eight. Well, technically nine, twenty two and ten, twenty two and eleven. That nigga was getting numbers, bro. And then he went to Miami. Yeah, his uh, rebounding numbers really started to drop because that team just didn't care about rebounding. And his scoring numbers just stop. Don't scream. But, like, he still did. Hit, like, like we give Dennis Rodman credit. Bosh is another dude who did his job, did it well, and yeah, proceeded cool. to even adjust his game to benefit the team. Like, exactly. and he was a very underrated defender. Like, when they put him at center, he, there was times he was getting cooked. But, gee, <laughs> and all I'm going to say is this. Ball. I'ma say is this. The only the only motherfucker who really legit did cook that man was Tim Duncan. 
when I, what Tim Duncan did to that man in both finals was illegal. Was illegal. <laughs> Yo, now Dirk, Dirk was giving him some. Dirk was giving him some gold too. Look, man, Dirk gave everybody work. So <laughs> Dirk gave everybody work that uh, that playoff, uh, no, that whole Tim, playoff Tim season. Duncan, so Tim Duncan was like forty six, giving that man twenty one and twelve. <laughs> yeah. So Duncan was like, buddy that nigga, bro. Like, but but still, G. Like I have the most respect for Chris Bosh. Also, uh, if if Dirk did not exist, Bosh would probably have one of the best. I like. I think. Bosch has one of the best big man jump shots ever in terms of just form. I like his jump shot. And I, I don't think I ever seen him miss a mid-range jump shot. Seen him miss some threes. But I think Bosch has probably the best mid-range jump shot I've seen. But, like, Dirk is the best overall mid-range, like, best overall big shooter of all time. But, um, but yeah, like, I got the most love and respect for Bosch. It's very unfortunate his career ended so early. So early, F Buck class G, but uh, but yeah, Bosch is number nine. So uh, so uh, Bosch is who I got next. So you just talked about him. So go who you got? Uh, my number eight was Paul Gasol. So I just go ahead and nut hug Paul Gasol. Now Gasol is an interesting case because some people could put him at center, but to me that nigga, he was playing power forward most of his career. And even all those Lakers teams, he was power forward because Andrew Bynum was playing on those teams. So, except the one year, I think he was hurt. But he was still playing power forward majority of the time. So, like, damn, Kobe really had two big-ass motherfuckers getting rebounds for him. But, um... Kobe teams was nice. Yeah. Like, people don't... People make it like Kobe. Like, those teams was pretty damn stacked. But, um... But yeah, Paul, yeah. hell of a career, six-time All-Star, two-time champ. Arguably, he could have won a Finals MVP one uh, in that second championship. Arguably, but Kobe Bryant is a thing. Four-time All, dang, only four-time All NBAs. But once again, competing with Tim Duncan, Dirk. I mean, Dirk Nowitzki and Kevin Garnett. Getting All NBAs is pretty damn tough. And Chris Bosh is in that conversation as well. But uh. And other bigs, uh, yeah. so it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's people, but uh, but yeah, like Paul Gasol was a different breed, and then even then, like he was, uh, like those Spain teams was really good too. They just happened to run into the reformed no, uh, Team USA, so be that way sometimes. But, uh, I also say later in his career, like when he went against the Bulls and stuff. I mean, when he was on the Bulls and stuff, he became a very good old head and he was still productive while he was on the Bulls. He was argu- like honestly on those Bulls teams G if he's like people say like the, you know the uh the last major Bull- Bulls versus LeBron series when LeBron hit that shot <laughs> if Paul Gasol was healthy the Bulls should have won that series. I think Paul got hurt hmm. and kind of messed everything up but Gasol was hooping. He was still really freaking good. I would say he was arguably better than Noah. Like I had to, I got none but love with Paul on the Bulls. Like he was really good for us. But um, life happens though. But yeah, so that's Paul Gasol's number eight. Uh, my number seven is Elvin Hayes. Nothing to really talk about with that. You could go ahead. Um, I like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got to throw overhead so on the list too, folks. I got you, G. Uh, I just got done saying Chris Boss. Oh, Kevin McHale. I had him at number six. Um, the man. What? What? No, I'm on right now. Uh, seven. Wait, hold on. No, I'm on six too, right? No, th- you said Kevin Kell was your seven. Did I? Yeah. Cause hold on, cause I said Green, I said Greek Freak, I said Jerry Lucas, I said mm-hmm. AD, I said Elvin Hayes, I said Nine. Bob Pettit, I said Ten. Chris, I mean Paul Gasol, I said Nine, Chris Bosh. Seven. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, Kevin Kell. Uh, I, I, you got best ball reference on you. Uh, he was the second best player on that. Some of them Celtics team, I think they center was really good too. But didn't he get like start getting injured? Robert Parrish. Um, yeah. No, he was just big as hell. Okay, right, I'll probably be thinking. I'll think about something else. But uh, no. Kevin McHale used to beat niggas up. Emphasis on the niggas part. Um. He's just great. I, 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 Kevin McHale has, when I first got into learning about OG, uh, speaking to the mic, bro. One of my, when I started talking, when I started learning about like OG basketball players, he became one of my favorite players. His like his, I wonder if they got his nickname on a basketball reference. Black Hole. Uh, Kevin. Black Hole. What? Gee, they ain't got men of a thousand post moves. That's what we call them. Oh, okay. For real? But, well, we call them that, and I've sold it from like, some Celtics fans, fans too. Seven-time All-Star, three-time NBA champ. He, he, he made an All-NBA. Six-time All-Defensive, All-Rookie, and he was a two-time six-man of the year. What more can I say? 17 points and seven rebounds. This nigga, I, I would have thought his points would have went down about the end of his career. Oh, he, he did that thing. I honestly would have thought that. One seat, G. One he season, he averaged 26. Like, during his prime years, he was a different. <laughs> he was doing that thing. Yeah, damn, this nigga was different. And he was coming off the bench. He was beating the shit out of people, because look at these fouls. Look at them fouls. He was beating the shit out of people. <laughs> and he was coming off the bench, too. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely coming off the bench. Yeah, he was. Damn. Like, dog. <laughs> but, yeah, though, Kevin McHale was, was definitely one of the solid, G. Like, utmost respect, one of the best power forwards. If you want to learn how to do post moves, watch Kevin McHale because he his footwork was so great that his feet went bad in the process. Uh, and also, he played with a broken foot. Man played with a broken foot, G. Different. Uh, yeah, Kevin Kell was my number six. Uh, who was your number six? Uh, let me go back to the list. After Kevin Kell, Rodman. Okay, not mad at that. I'm not mad. We already went into detail. Yeah, on Rodman. Rodman. You talking about? I'm sorry. We can't have the like, like, day magic. Is, magic is talking, but somebody like. You got to think about it, bro. People like Jason Kidd is like somebody who, who ain't score as much, but he did everything else better, right? 
We got to have somebody on our list who, and he got to be high, who is just a truest of all, who was the truest forward of all time, bro. Like, that's just what he was. And he did his job. He didn't care about, like, being a star or even though that nigga went to the club club. But, like, he didn't care about, he, he just did his job. And he did it with so I, 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 will, I will bet you this. If he wanted to be a scorer, he would have been a scorer. Yeah. yeah. If he wanted to. No cap on that. Like, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, I personally believe that. Yeah, like, I agree. Like, if Rodman was to play in this era, like, he would be Draymond on steroids, I believe. Because he was a very underrated passer. Like, some of the passes I see that man do, like, just because are some insane level of passing. Uh, I highly recommend y'all watch that detail that he did. Because it just, for one, makes me respect his basketball mind. But, like, he was the primary ball handler in the half court when it was it was just him in the bench. So, mm. yeah. And, like, some of the stuff he set up, like, after getting offensive rebounds or just getting the ball, he set up a lot of people for the triangle. So, like... I have the most like Dennis Rodman would be a way better player today. Like he would be Draymond on steroids. I think Draymond's still a slightly Man, better scorer, be but Dray- I think Rodman he'd be has Draymond size but getting dot dot. He'd be Draymond size but getting a, a freaking drumming rebounding numbers. Yeah, yeah. And with probably oh. the green light to score, because I think he, I think like on paper, you would think Draymond's probably the better scorer, but I think Rodman just didn't care enough to score. So, gotta look at it like that. Um, next month, okay. So we're in the top five now. So uh, my number five is Dark Nowitzki. Uh, like G, like I mentioned earlier, we actually are the same on that one. Yeah. So okay, good. We don't got to double up. So, but yeah, Dirk has one of the greatest. Like I think this, like that finals run, that playoff run is one of the greatest things I've seen with my own eyes like in the, in the moment like I've went back and seen others but like in the moment what I saw Dirk do was some of the craziest stuff I ever seen any player do until I saw uh 2012 LeBron but um so we got to thank Dirk for that thank you but um but yeah G like Dirk was hooping G always was a hooper uh has an MVP he has an MVP. I thought it was two-time. But he has an MVP, four-time All-Star, scoring champ, and 12-time All-NBA, and has also finals MVP. The funny thing, I did... Oh, wait, no, that, that's not a scoring champ. I looked at that wrong. Sorry. But, yeah, he's a... But, like, the man literally is the best foreign player of all time. Uh, Easily, no, like, easily. Um... And did everything he could for the Mavericks to just remain relevant, like for this century, all together. Like this entire century, he is literally the face of the Dallas Mavericks. And he's seen like different teams and stuff and lineups he had. Like, like we remember the Dirk, Steve Nash, and Mike Finley teams. Uh, 
the Dirk, Jason, T- I mean Jerry Stackhouse and Josh Howard teams, then the Dirk, Tyson Chandler and Jason Terry team that won the ring. So, like we've seen like different, and Dirk was regardless always the best player. And shout out to Mark Cuban for making that man happy because I don't think I've ever heard Dirk either mad, frustrated about being in Dallas. So. Shout out to Mark Cuban for just keeping your star happy despite like constantly letting him down. Huh? But and also the most important part, and I think this is probably the most important. Uh, the man has a black wife. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we have to honor that he has a black wife, good looking one too. Uh, and he treats her like a queen. So respect you. So uh, anything you want to add about yes. Dirk? Nah, keep it. We good. All right, cool. So number four, uh, Carmelo. Ah, uh, you know what, Carl. So imagine it's Charles Barkley, and I, I, I just can't get past Carl being second on the all-time points list, bro. I think that weighs a lot. He got an MVP just like Barkley too, bro. Yeah. And he killed niggas with literally one thing, and that was the pick and roll. So I can't. We can argue up and down with that. I kind of don't want to, but I'm not mad um, at it. Like. Yeah, Matt, I got Charles under Carmelo. All right, look, bro. It took me so much not to have this this nigga, you know, law on the list because he don't respect his own children until like you know they get successful <laughs> or something. But it it took me so much, bro. What's this? Shot of war. It took me so much, bro. So much, G. So much. But I just got it. That that second and all time scoring list, bro. That's that's demonic. It is. Like it. it like demonic, I have to respect like it. Like you have to respect it because, and like, but at the same time, like. Because a part of me, dang near put him number two. But it's just, I can't put, like, even though he doesn't have that championship, and he was close three times, just ran to Mike two times, and then you happen to get injured, uh, and arguably your closest. Um, Because I still believe if Carmelo was on was healthy on that Lakers team, they would have beat the Pistons. But, um, but yeah, uh, in terms of just, like fourteen time all star, fourteen time all NBA, four time all defense. So he's very underrated as a defender. We'll give him that because I people don't talk about his defense like that. Uh, all rookie team, two time all star MVP, two time MVP. So he took in those two MVPs he took from Mike. But like, gee, that just I just want to talk about this nigga scoring because the man literally averaged twenty five for his career. He scored over twenty. God, for, he scored. He was under. He only the only years he didn't score over twenty, his rookie season, and his final season with the Lakers. What the heck? And he never won scoring champ. So, like it's like, like Carl Malone is a definition of just literally sustained consistency and greatness. It's like. It's going to be like how like LeBron is going to be at the top of a lot of lists. 
in terms of like records, all-time scoring records or like total records and stuff because LeBron just been around for is going to be good for a yeah. long time and plus he just developed the old man game that just works and like for Karl Malone, it just yeah. he developed something that just worked. Like yeah, him and John Stockton pick and roll niggas to hell, but like he had a mid range jump shot. He had a post game, even though that involved elbowing niggas to hell and stuff like that. But he had something that worked for him. So um, respect Karl Malone, even though yes, you do not take care of your kids. You are a deadbeat nigga. But in terms of just overall, like as a player, you are one of the best. So, yeah, that's that. Hey, Dan, you can talk about Charles if you want to. All right, so Charles Barkley's my number three, clearly. Once again, he could have been two. He could have been two. But um, it just didn't, once again, it's just that champ, just not having that championship, bro. Like, literally, it's it's funny how literally one championship, G, could make or break how people view your career. And Charles Barkley is another definition of a nigga where it's just like you just don't have the one thing. And yes, I know we put these two people in front of Dirk, but these niggas was different, G. Like for one, Charles Barkley is listed on basketball reference, he's listed at six six. You said what? You said what? The talent disparity, bro. Yeah. Like the talent disparity. Like Charles and Carl Malone were so good, and Carl Malone, like injury stopped him, bro. <laughs> like that—that's the thing. Like at the end of his career, bro. At the end of his career, his old man game, like you was just saying, was top notch. So, mm-hmm. like, I just me personally, I just can't. I just can't. As much as I want it, like, bro, I'm, I'm a fan of Dirk. As much as I want to put Dirk in front of that bad beat, I just can't. It just can't, it just ain't gonna work. And like for Ch- Charles Barkley, it's the same. For his career, he averaged 22, 22, 12, and 4. Uh, has a rebound championship. Man. Uh, 11 time all NBA, all rookie, all star MVP, 90, and uh, was took an MVP from Mike. And also, to some people, depending on who you talk to, he was probably like on terms of play. He was the looking like the best player on the dream team to some people. Like in terms of just on court performance and consistency, Charles Barkley to some people was the best player. So, but um, so yeah, like gotta give him the respect. But uh, Charles Barkley was cold, G. Like and. It's a good thing like he had a season like where he was with Dr. J. I don't know if Moses Malone was still on that team or not, but like he like he was with like he had two uh two all time greats looking after him and then literally proceeded to just do his thing, G. Like some of these rebound some of these stat totals are stupid. Like second year in the league, twenty points, two blocks, two steals, four assists, thirteen rebounds. This is his second season. I want to look at his MVP year, though, which was 92-93. Uh, 25, one block, 1. 1.5 steals, 5 assists, 12 rebounds. 
while shooting over 50, wait, 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 shooting over 52% from the field, <laughs> like, gee, he Man. was hooping out here, gee, consistently hooping, and then even towards the end of his career, like, yeah, like, when, uh, when he was with the Rockets, uh, his numbers started to dwindle down a little bit, but, but in, except the rebounds, like he he consistently was rebounding his whole damn career. But uh, even with when he was with the Rockets, like the round mound rebound or something like that. Yeah, Re- round mound rebound because the nigga was just fat as hell, big as hell. Like he was six six two fifty. I could be wrong, but didn't the back to the basket rule become a thing because of him? Yes. Yep. So uh-huh. evolution changing the game as well. So you gotta look at stuff like that play a role. So like, shout out to Charles Barkley, G. Like, the only thing you was missing is a ring, G. <laughs> and like, when people say he was a ring chaser, I can't even really call him a ring chaser, G. Because when he was with Philly, he still had to meet either a Larry Bird. Wait, how long was he with Philly? Too hold on. So eighty five. So eighty four until ninety two. So until then, like he was with Philly for like dang near eight years. So he they had eight years to bring a roster, and he said, "You know what? I want out." So he gave Philly chances, but also he had to encounter a Larry Bird, a Dominique, C uh, Isaiah Thomas, and then eventually Mike. So you wasn't in the best situation either way, in terms of just like hey. I'm, I could probably go far in the East because the East was really good during that time frame. Then you go West, go to Phoenix, you get a champ. You, you, you literally lead that team to a championship. Then what happens? Hakeem happens. Nothing to do about Hakeem happening. Like, there's nothing you can do about Hakeem happening. So, and then you go join Hakeem, and then this, the Utah Jazz start figuring it out. The supersonics become a thing, and also on top of it, Shaq goes to the Lakers, and then your Achilles explode. So, like, it's just a series of unfortunate events when it came to Charles Barkley and his. Like, I would really call him a ring chaser. Like, he only played for three teams, and he gently axed out. So, nothing you could really do. Like, the man just wanted to win. He saw the window closing and said, "All right." I did all I can do. Bye. Like it's not no different than what most players do today. So, so yeah. So uh, next, uh, unless you want to add anything. No, go ahead. Big up KG. All right. So, big lord, man. Is bro. I'm gonna keep it real, G. It was so hard not to put KD right just before dirt. But that one fucking ring, bro. <laughs> that one ring, yeah. bro. That's the only thing, dog. And he was the best player on that court with that one ring, even though Paul Pierce got the goddamn Finals MVP. But we all know the story of that nigga won't win the shit until KG got there. So but that exactly. one ring, that exactly. One ring. And that, like once again, you can li- between five, four, three, and two. You can flip flop that to whatever. And I won't be mad. I won't be mad. I can't be mad. But uh, 
yeah, KG, a.k.a. Big Lord G, spent one year in Chicago and literally uh, became a Vice Lord G. But, hey, that's what happens when you be out west with it. Um, But, yeah, G, like, uh, Kevin Garnett, 15-time All-Star, four-time rebound champ, uh, NBA champion, nine-time All-Star, 12-time All-Defensive, uh, as an All-Star MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and the MVP Award. So, one of the few players to have Defensive player of the year in the MVP award. Not the same season, but he has both accomplishments. So not a lot of players can say that. Uh, but yeah, G, like, I don't want to talk about KG's career point totals because that shit dropped. But once again, it's a Chris Bosh type situation where it's just like, look, man, he played long enough to where to a point where he's just not averaging a dub no more. It be that way sometimes. But, uh, but prime Kevin Garnett was different, G. He was a dog. Like, it's, like when people, I, I feel like when people sit there and throw the, like, the term dog is thrown too loosely nowadays to me. Kevin Garnett is the definition of what a dog he is, G. Like, he talks shit. Definitely. Like, he legit talks shit, talked his trash. But he, and then at the same time, he was ruthless with it, G. And then he was on court with it, too. Like, Calling somebody like Marcus Morris a dog, I feel like it's disrespectful to KG. I feel like it's disrespectful to KG. Because Marcus Morris ain't out here about to go tell Carmelo, man, tell Carmelo your wife tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios. He's not going to tell KG, I mean Tim Duncan, hey, happy Mother's Day after his mama died. Now that's some asshole shit, but that's a dog. That's somebody who was ruthless. Tim Duncan worked that nigga. And yes, Tim Duncan did work that nigga. I think they legit hate each other because of (laughs) such. (laughs) But but either way, like, KG's legit, well, I feel like, is a dog. But, uh, but yeah, KG in his prime years was something else. Like, those, like, it's really unfortunate that the Timberwolves' idea of his best team ever was Latrell Sprewell and Sam Cassell. I feel like that's disrespectful. Yes, was that team really good? Really freaking good. Did KG get his MVP off that team? Definitely did. But, gee, if you sit down and tell me that Sam Cassell and Latrell Sprewell was going to beat Shaq and Kobe, even though they hated each other at that point, no. That's disrespectful to KG. But, um, but yeah, gee, KG was uh, something else, G. Like, like one of my favorite players, uh, always G. Like always one of my favorite players to watch play. Uh, when I used to make super my own super teams on like NBA Live, he was always on my team. Always like I needed him as my power forward G, because that's why I used to make myself a center. Like I love KGG. Like did it all. Really good all around player and all of that. Uh, you can go ahead. If you want to add anything? No, man, KG, like, you, you, you nailed it on the head. I mean, like, I just personally think that the person we got at number one, the gap it is between, and this, the big ups you did to KG, bro, but the gap, number it's one, a gap. just career ass, it's a gap. has on everybody else, is wild, bro. <laughs> It's definitely a gap. <laughs> it's wild, bro. 
Like, I know a lot of people don't, like, respect Tim, which is it's stupid when you hear this type of stuff, bro. Like, mind-boggling. I know a lot of people do not respect Tim Duncan. I don't know how you can't. How but, you have to respect Tim Duncan. Bro, I'm telling you right now, so many people disrespect him. Like, so many people, bro. Um, but at, at the level in which... I just can't words can't explain that, bro. But it's it's just the gap. Um, but like I said, KG is amazing. I think he will always be an amazing player. Uh, I I I think that um, as the years go on, that it won't be many other power forwards, you know, like him. Um. But as for as for um, this now, uh, I just think that the person that's coming up next, dang man, not in goat talk. I wouldn't go that far, but in Big's talk, he he's he, he's one of the best ever. So yeah, no okay. cat. That's all I gotta say. Uh, but we can we can go on and praise Tim Duncan. Yeah. Uh, so clearly, Tim Duncan is undisputed number one. Uh, no way around that. Uh, I didn't know his middle name was Theodore. He looks like a Theodore. <laughs> but but yeah, G like Tim Duncan. Uh, like I said, he's not. He never had like this. Like. When people we ask people, who would you rather have, Tim Duncan or uh, KG? It's to me, it's like saying, who would you rather have, LeBron or KD? No, 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 no. It'd be more like, yeah, it's, I would say it's more like a LeBron, like do you rather have LeBron or Kobe type debate when it comes to that. Like people's gonna sit there and be I like, don't even "Well, think it's that, but it's like LeBron and to me, it's like LeBron and Paul George. Like that's that's how it is to me. It's like a LeBron and Paul George to me. Mm. It could uh, be. I, bro, I don't, man. Like I keep it a hundred percent buck with you, bro. It's not that many people that 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 down the the power forward got darn mantle. To say that he even touches Timmy's loincloth, cloth, bro. Yeah. Like, and this is the thing, bro. He came into the league a contender yeah. for. Yeah. I I can't cap like he him Come and Magic's on, the closest in terms of just coming in the league and just winning. Like coming into the league and say I'm about to win, and just making a huge difference. But um, but like I was trying to say it was just. Because the reason I was saying that comparison was because, like, because to me, for I would say KG was the more flashier, the sexy pick. Like, we see KG do all these exciting plays. He's vocal and all of that. Like, he had, like, we see that personality despite being on the less talented team and all of that. But Tim Duncan just did everything right. And better, and no matter what, I grew to appreciate Tim Duncan more 
as I got older and more I watched basketball because of the fact like, yo, yes, this nigga's game is boring as shit. But, and also it made me realize like why my dad tried to make me watch players like Tim Duncan because they play the game so technically and fundamentally the right way that they were dominant with it, G. Like, right, dominant. Where it was just like, dog. And you see why, like, there's a gap between him and KG. And why Tim Duncan was able to just have a long, sustaining career. And once KG just got old, it was just like, alright, fam. <laughs> like, we literally saw Tim Duncan have... Now, go ahead. Somebody asked me, man, if you can, what power forward you would take all the time? You can pick any of them, bro. Other than that one white dude name I already forgot that we was laughing with about. I forgot dude name, too, so it's not worth a damn. But, like, Tim Duncan was, like, one of the best leaders we've seen. Um, Clearly one of the best in his position. Uh, and just, like, at the same time, just, like, a strong, like, solid face for a franchise. Like, all time, like, he is the best spur of all time. Like, no matter what. And, like, gee. <laughs> like, bro, like, the, like, let's go ahead and list the accomplishments. Five-time NBA champion. Beat LeBron two times, by the way. Also had to beat Shaq and Kobe uh, for one of his rings at one point uh, in the Western Conference. 15-time All-NBA, 15-time All-Defense, All-Rookie, um, with a Rookie of the Year. Has an All-Star MVP, which I did not know. Shout out to him. Three-time Finals MVP. I could have sworn it was two. I thought it was two. Wait. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's three. It's right. That's right. It's three. Um... Yeah, because Tony Parker has one and then Kawhi has. Okay, yeah, that, that's there we go. Uh, two-time MVP and like I said, rookie of the year for his career average t- nineteen and uh, eleven. And the funny thing about Tim Duncan, G, <laughs> if you was to sit there and tell me, hey, did Tim Duncan ever average more than uh twenty-three before? I'd be like, no. And then you sit there and realize the man averaged twenty-five one season. But I feel like the biggest crime of Kate, uh, Tim Duncan's career is the fact he doesn't have a defense player of the year. And just the biggest L on his career is also that uh, is also that uh, bronze medal as well. So, But uh, you're the bigger Tim Duncan stand, so I'll let you uh, talk him. No, man, look, bro. I, you said what you said. Best of all, reference can do it even better. Uh, the big fundamental, like I said, he became a, 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 a championship contender the moment he came in the freaking league. Did the Spurs get lucky, though, that, that the album got injured? Of course. Definitely. But look, this world is a, is, is, is a bag of freaking luck. Um, some people don't take advantage of it. But there wasn't a time when Tim Duck was on the Spurs and the Spurs wasn't in the playoffs. They were always in the playoffs. And I'm saying, like, and that's the thing, bro. Like, every time the Spurs is, and probably the last, maybe the last two years, maybe, of Tim Duncan's career. But, like, as long as Tim Duncan was on that team, 
there was a good chance the Spurs can make it to that Western Conference final, bro. No matter who yeah. was stood against them. And 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 that's 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 a that's a feat not many people can get, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's a feat not many people can get, bro. So uh, uh, that's why I will forever respect this man. Yep, definitely agree, man. Like Tim Duncan, definitely a dog. Um, and I think his skill set's very underrated. Like the mid had a, he had a mid range, uh, plenty of post moves, and like if he dunked on you, it was considered a reward because you let him dunk on you. So <laughs> be that way sometimes, but uh. But yeah, G, like Tim Duncan, easily undisputed best power forward of all time. Uh best one of the best to ever do it regardless. But uh but yeah, utmost respect to Tim Duncan though. But uh I think that's it for this week. Um next week, what you want to do next week? I'll let you pick. Uh let's get shooting guards out the way. Man, I want it. All right. Let's, let's get cool. shooting guards. You said what? Yeah, let's get shooting guards. All right. Yep. So let's knock shooting guards out the way. We already know. Uh, we already know Mitch Richards was going to be number one. So that's uh, be that way sometimes. But uh, but hey, but wait, uh, wait. Mitch Wait, what? Yeah, Mitch Richmond going to be number one. We already know that. Bro, you forgetting about you forgetting about people like Cliff Hagen. Oh, true, on, man. Dog. And 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 Jeff Petrie, man. Jeff Petrie was out. It was out here doing that thing too, man. So come on, bro. Yep. So you right. You right. So we look, man. Shooting guard is gonna be fu- is gonna be pretty fun, uh, especially since uh, there's a dude who gambled his life away. He's going to be like number fifteen. So there's nothing to really be concerned about. Uh, but either way, we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us at Three S from the Ring on Twitter at Three S from the Ring. Uh, we appreciate all the support, all that great stuff. It's gonna be greatly appreciated. Uh, whatever platform you listen to us on whether it's soundcloud uh what else what soundcloud uh spotify apple Podcasts. make sure you hit that share button that subscribe button that follow button it'd be greatly appreciated g on the real so but make thanks for listening and peace